Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman, and our next guest in the studio, Rob Mungovin of Team Logic IT. Welcome to Radio Entrepreneurs. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Nice to speak with you this afternoon. Nice to speak with you. Why don't you start? Uh, tell us a little bit about Team Logic. What it is that you guys do? Yeah, so Team Logic IT is a uh, managed service provider. Is the industry name for our business model. It's uh, basically outsourced IT services with a focus on small and medium-sized businesses and businesses of all type. People will say, what's your focus, Rob? And I'll say it's small businesses that use information technology to run their business, which is almost everybody. So, Well, today, today you'd be hard-pressed, I think, to find anybody that doesn't apply to from you know your corner store to anybody is probably using some form of IT. Yes, correct. That's right. So it's, when, it's I, nice. when I, it's a little redundant to say that, but well, I was, anyway. I, I was going to say, when you had the foresight to get into this business, you at least thought, okay, what's going to apply to every business at some point in, in the future? And I don't know how long Team Logic IT has been around, but maybe yeah. you were ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. team, so I have an office here in Needham, Massachusetts. Team Logic is part, Team Logic is a national franchise. So we have right. more than 270 offices around the country. And I operate, own and operate the one here in Needham and and we've focused on the surrounding towns all around Needham, Wellesley, Newton, Brookline, um, Natick, um, Chestnut Hill. So the benefit of, of listeners that aren't really you know sure whether or not service like yours or something that you guys do is is um, you know needed or necessary for their business. You said managed uh, IT services. Now yes. you know some people that means. Uh, cloud computing and and yeah. you know uh, running the app so that we don't have to worry about it. Some people it might mean distributed or you know you service what's in our offices. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit of? I, I know that's probably been an evolution over the years, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Where, what what part applies to what it is that you guys do for businesses? Yes. So if you compare, if for the, for those of our listeners that have experience working at large companies, um, large companies have dedicated IT staff, and these are people whose whole job at the company is to uh, update, uh, maintain, patch, and replace, and manage all the services that all of the employees use to run the business. So that's what we do. We do it for smaller companies that don't have uh, don't have a need or a requirement to have full time on on premise staff or, or paid employees to do it. So we're an outsourced version of what people typically have in very large companies. Um, so that includes everything from managing desktop accounts, email, a lot of Microsoft 365 support we provide. So SharePoint, OneDrive, MS Teams, we provide support for the Google suite uh, tools as well. And then there's a cybersecurity component as well. It's data backup and protection. So we back up our customers' data typically to a cloud uh, location uh, once or twice a day, depending on what the policy is that's in place. We provide email threat protection, which is essentially filtering emails out of their inbox prior to their arrival in there. If they have a, a suspicious content or are deemed to be of a suspicious origin. And we also um, provide an infrastructure. So networking, Wi-Fi setup, um, on-prem servers, if they use on-prem servers or off-prem servers in the cloud, depending on you know what they want. So just about everything. So, so really is a whole yeah. host of services that uh, virtually any company uh, could use. 
Um, have yeah. you, you know, has there been an evolution or has there been a change? Uh, I, you know, obviously, um, I, you know, again, back to, I don't know when you acquired the franchise, um, you know, COVID obviously threw a curveball to everybody. Was it, was yeah. it prior to that? Has, has the business model changed? Has it pivoted? Have you seen demand for services change over the last couple of years in terms of how your clients use you? Um, yeah. Those types of yeah. Things. yeah. Thanks, Jonathan. Good question. So I've, been in communication with lots of other team logic owners and other managed service providers in the area. And one thing that I've noted uh, that's occurred, that's part of an evolution of this business model is that historically, you know, going back five to 10 years ago, we were, what we were break fix people. So IT people would come on site and fix a problem once it occurred and you get paid, you know, a, a fixed amount, whatever it is that you quoted to come in and fix the problem it's evolved to what's truly a managed service now. So that means most people in my business, myself included, take a preventative approach of proactively maintaining our customers' IT infrastructure, make, making sure it's up and running and it's patched and alerting them to potential problems so that the, the business does not go down. So the IT system does not go down. And that truly is a groundswell of a change in, in the way we run these businesses. It's also hmm. better. It's better for the for the industry, these service providers such as myself, to get into this preventative mode because we we we, we receive a, a monthly payment from each customer to maintain their system, and it's a steadier revenue stream. And it's it's, it's in, inter in, interesting yeah. how the how the model has evolved, and, yeah. and and when you think about it, typically from a you know um, response time perspective. Um, you know, uh, a, a traditional sort of service business and doesn't matter whether it's IT infrastructure or HVAC or any of that. It's, you know, I got to wait for the guys to get here to fix it type of thing. And, right. and we're down or I'm down or whatever it is. It would seem to me that um, with the with the evolution of your business model has also been probably a lot of tools that you guys deploy to be able to manage systems re remotely and uh, preventatively, so to speak. Um, is, has that been what has allowed the business to really turn to a, a much more, you know, get ahead of the curve issue and preventative because it's probably a lot simpler to avoid, you know, to, to block a threat than it is to clean a threat or things of that nature. Yeah, so that's a good question, Jonathan. There, there, there have been a lot of tools that have been developed and delivered to people like myself who interact with the end customers um, to automate a lot of these processes. So that w in most cases, in many cases, not most cases, we'll say 50-50, we don't have to go on site. Um, we can manage all of our customers' machines right here from our office and need them. Um, you know, there's lots of tools this Zoom meeting is an example of the kind of tool that's uh, that's been adopted, you know, widely across all industries. So we have the automation of managing the remote machines, and then there's a lot of whole whole infrastructure and ecosystem of vendors that have cropped up around us to design and build software for us, primarily software. Um, that helps us, you know, push out the managed service model. So it's, there's a whole bunch of vendors behind us too, that you, many of whom you've never heard of because their model is selling strictly through the channel of the managed service provider. 
And do all of those, given the nature of your business uh, model and, and, and being you know, part of a larger stru- structured uh, franchise operation, do those things come in a national scale? Do they come regionally? I, I'm just curious, you know, you mentioned vendors in particular, like yeah. if we're talking, uh, you know, and I'll throw out whether it's uh, data network management software or, yeah. um, or, or you know, cybersecurity, do, do those things come push through a national model or, or as a franchisee, do you have the ability to pick and choose what you want to use? Or, you know, that is, is and yeah. I do have a follow-up question, but go ahead with that. Yeah. <laughs> so the franchise model works really well for this type of businesses as well, because of the fact that there's so much technology available and so many vendors are coming at people like me all the time, trying to promote their capability. The franchise headquarters, um, does a lot of the technology vetting for us. And they, they update us on what the best of breed product is for a particular problem. They also negotiate pricing for us. So we're able to pool all of the 270 locations of Team Logic to get, you know, a sort of a, a, a discounts on certain types of technologies. Um, so to mm-hmm. answer your question, it's, it's a little bit of both. I get recommendations from the from the national entity, but I'm also free to pick and choose what I want. But the the recommendations from the national from the national entity also come with predefined um, discounts and preferential treatment in certain cases based on the size of our organization. Hmm. Interesting, because one of the things, as, as I was asking the question, I was thinking to myself, boy, you're in a world that's probably changing, you know, forget about monthly, probably weekly and daily in terms of new products and, and tools. And and as you said, just the volume of people, vendors that must approach you to, to try and sell you, you know, the latest and greatest that they have. Um, yeah. you'd, you'd have to, You'd have to have several of you full time, probably just vetting that. Um, so that so it you know makes sense that the franchise model would help with that data aggregation knowledge base whatever you want to call it. Yeah, no, that's that's and, that's, that's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah, interesting. Um, what what about the uh, you know the the sort of implementation for you as an entrepreneur and for an, as an IT person in terms of the skill sets of your employees? Have you seen that evolve over uh, you know the last little while? As, as you know, again, because they're not they're not dealing with baking the same cake from the same recipe every day. Um, yeah. You know that the, the 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 tools change, the technologies change. Um, is that something that you know as a business owner is challenging in in this environment in IT managed services or? Yeah, is that a big investment for you to to keep them educated and and knowledgeable and bringing vendors in? Or yes, it is. So, you know, the the technicians that work for me are critical to the operation of this business. I, while I have a technical background, I've mostly been at a managerial level through most of my career. So I don't, or very rarely, do I go on site and fix a problem for my customers. Instead, I engage with them and hire and ensure that the technicians are trained and a good fit for the business. And so they have to stay up to date with technology. A lot of times they're learning. I bring in new tools for them to learn so that we can then apply them to our, to our customers. Um, It's also important that they have good people skills. It's, you know, in many cases that it's the technicians that represent the business to the end user. Now they know that I'm here, but it's the technician that's online helping them through a problem. Um, so they have to have good people skills. That's very important. Um, and they have to have good technical st- skills and they have to stay up to date with those skills. 
And there's all kinds uh, of different programs that they can take advantage of to stay up to date as well. So, excellent. Well, yeah. it sounds sounds like an ever evolving, changing, uh, exciting business to be in, and and obviously with uh, the pace of technology, and um, you know, you guys must be cause for you to stay on your toes, so to speak. Um, yes. Any any, any uh, thoughts of your clients hit you up with topical things like AI? How am I going to use AI? Hey, Rob, help me strategize about AI or uh, or, or do you, are, are use of some of the cutting edge tools or is that something that you guys don't get actively involved in really in terms of pushing solutions or technologies? I mean, with respect to AI, we, my customers will dabble in it on their own. I mean, a lot of people are testing it out, experimenting with it. We don't have, I wouldn't say a lot of product capability, you know, in this space right now that's driven by AI. Um, it may be at some point, but it's still very immature from the perspective of, you know, some of the things that we do. So I don't, I don't have a lot, uh, a lot of in inquiry regarding that. Most of my customers, their needs are really, much more fundamental than that they're more like uh i lost i i lost my wi-fi rob and i forgot my password and oh by the way my email stopped coming in yesterday at noon so those are the things that hit us continuously really and um i i, I would imagine those are plentiful i hope i hope those aren't uh, i hope nobody's getting to you 24 hours after they lost their email because that's like a you know in yeah, dogs years that's about a week exactly yeah it's more it's more like 30 minutes or maybe 10 minutes right my, my, my hair is on fire where's my email yeah, i understood yeah. you know we, we all probably appreciate actually uh my, mine went down on my phone the other day from an off phone upgrade and i was like yeah. Oh, that's what it's like not to be bombarded every 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, all good stuff. Yeah. Uh, our guest has been Rob Mungovin, Team I Team Logic IT. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you, Rob, what's the best way for them to uh, to reach out, uh, make contact with your company? I presume if they want to talk about managed services, yeah. IT services, or anything that you guys do. Yeah, the easiest thing to do is just look me up uh, on LinkedIn, Robert Mungovin or Rob Mungovin, um, Team Logic IT, Needham. Massachusetts, and I should pop right up and send me a message, please. I use LinkedIn a lot, so I think uh, it's a, to, it brings a set of, kind of an intimate experience to the initial uh, communication and, with somebody. And Rob, I probably should ask you this question, but given that you're part of a national franchise, um, yeah. I'll, I'll back into it. Um, if yeah. somebody comes to you and they have an operation in this area or they have an yeah. operation in another, do you work in tandem with other franchisees uh, from a from a um, geography standpoint? We do. All of the Team Logic owners cooperate very closely, particularly if they have a customer that has a national presence, say headquarters in Boston, but offices in Chicago, Atlanta, and West Palm. Then I have colleagues in each of those locations i can call and ask them to get involved with the customer in those particular locations right so, so true national footprint excellent yeah yeah great again uh, my guest has been rob mungovin team logic it it's been a pleasure having you on radio entrepreneurs jonathan thank you very much i enjoyed it yeah. great. and we'll be right back with another segment on radio entrepreneurs <laughs>